Blog Talk Radio. Remember who I am, 
um, and why I'm here and to, you know, put my big girl panties on and do what it's time for me to do. So I'm, I'm really excited about it, excited to share with you tonight because uh, we got some powerful gems from, uh, from her show yesterday. So um, Kari wrote some reflection questions for you all, and the reflection questions are, number one is, how do you practice faith and trust in your everyday life? So these reflection questions are all about you asking yourself these questions throughout the show, and maybe this is something also that you can answer for yourself as well. Number two question, do you have a habit of hiding your true feelings or desires? And what impact has that made on your life and level of self-trust? Number three, are you willing to celebrate your victories no matter how big or small? Number four, do you compare yourself to others to quantify or qualify your progress or success? So these are the reflection questions that we just want you to sit with tonight and really reflect on for yourself. And if you can answer these questions throughout the show, that would be amazing. And if you want to come on and um, tell us what those answers are and share those answers with us, we are definitely open to that. But as always, we want to honor our creator, the ancestors, and uh, the gods and goddesses for uh, the graciousness of the information and inspiration that flows through me to you in this show. We also want to start with a grounding exercise, just taking a couple of deep breaths to bring ourselves fully present to this moment where we are. So if you uh, can, where you are, if you will just sit up straight and just close your eyes and take three deep breaths at your leisure just to bring yourself fully present into your body. And I'm going to breathe with you. You can start now. I just love to breathe. Don't you love to just breathe and feel the breath moving through your body as you center and relax and come fully present? So um, we also want you to set an intention tonight. We always ask that you set an intention as to what you would like to give and receive throughout this show tonight. So as we uh, move throughout our inspirational thoughts, um, that we're going to give you in a few minutes. We want to ask you just to set your intention as to what you want to give, and we call everyone who listens, all of our followers, followers, the love tribe. So whatever it is that you want to give tonight, which is love and energy as we move and flow through the show, we would love that. And then what you want to receive, what, what is your takeaway from the show? What do you want to walk away with today? And so we ask that you set those intentions for yourself so that you can walk away with those things for yourself as you leave the show today, okay? So, um, again, our topic for tonight is we're talking about acts of faith, and we're talking about acts of faith because we were um, privileged to be in the presence of Iyala Banzan, who is one of my favorite um, authors and speakers. For those of you who don't know who she is, you probably just want to Google her. Um, you can. Uh, she uh, was started out as uh, on Oprah show. She's written over uh, several books. I don't even know how many. But she started me on my spiritual journey with her book, Tapping the Power Within, which was very powerful. She has a show on the own network called Iyanla Fix My Life. 
show. If you all still don't know who she is, please do um, Google her so you can see all of the things that she's accomplished and things she's done. She's kind of a no-holds-barred um, coach and minister, and she says that what she does is a ministry, and we love what she does because, you know, everybody needs to do what they're here to do, whatever that is, whatever they feel like their purpose and passion is, and the people that are supposed to benefit from that will resonate to them. So we appreciate the work she does. Yesterday when um, Kari and I were in the audience, you know, I was straight up in the ugly cry, didn't have any tissue or anything. It was crazy, but it was an amazing um, experience, and it reminded me um, of who I am and how I need to move um, in this world moving forward. So I'm excited to share my notes with you. I'm going to also ask Cara to come forward and share hers with you. But before we do that, as we always do on the first show in of the month, we share with you um, the, the theme of the month, which comes from thepowerpath.com. So this month uh, from thepowerpath.com, and she's always on point. I think her name is Lena, the one who writes this, but she is so on point. I just read this today, and when I read it, I was like, whoa, this is exactly what um, I have been experiencing and other people um, who I've been in contact with who come to me, my clients have been experiencing. So you may see this or feel this to be very familiar for your life as well. We're in a in a very powerful time right now, people. It feels intense. It feels shadow-like. It feels, for some of us, overwhelming and difficult to move through. But it really is one of the most powerful times that we've ever been in. If you can tune in and tap in to who you are, to your spirit, to your ancestors, to your creator, you know, to your authentic being, it will be the most incredible time of your life. Every dream, every vision, every everything that you ever thought that, you know, you wanted, you can now activate in your life, right? So the main thing is, is to be clear about those things that I just said. So let's go into the power path, um, and let's see what Lena has to say for us this month. So the main thing for August is discovery, and discovery is recognizing you have a talent for something you never acknowledged before. Discovery is realizing a truth about a passion that needs to be cultivated. Discovery is facing a challenging fact that one or more of your relationships Intentions or desires are no longer aligned with your highest good. Discovery is finding that place within you that has the courage to finally let go of an attachment that has been holding you back. Discovery is claiming an inner knowing that you can do it and taking the steps to prepare for that action that follows. Discovery is becoming more aware of your actions reactions, and motivation versus the expectation and projections of others. This is a very rich and exciting month where you can get to be the star of your own life. What will you do with it? It is a mature challenge to claim your freedom to choose and take responsibility for everything instead of counting on others to do it for you so you can blame them when things do not go well. 
Psalms is all about the self, and there will be times when you go inward to seek and assimilate new insight, clarity, and understanding of what makes you unique. It is time to reconnect your passion and your sense of certainty and truth. The inward processes, <clears throat> the inward processes of the first couple of weeks lead to a reset or a reboot, a realigning of your priorities and the setting of new and refined intentions. These intentions should be set from the heart as your focus and determination needs to include a life lived from heart and not the head. Follow this with the good game plan of execution to take advantage of the energy and support for moving forward. Make sure you take some time this month to celebrate yourself in some way. What have you always wanted to do, study, acquire, or express? In order to take advantage of the energy that wants to expand and push you into the next level, there is a need to eliminate any limiting belief system that has kept you small and held you back in some way. This could be anything from karmic patterns, lack of self-esteem due to past trauma, or simply a belief that you cannot have or be more. Examine these and work with the focus of stretching yourself beyond your comfort level. The more you can stretch and expand, the more options you will give yourself for improvement, expression, and evolution. This is also a month where taking a personal risk around emotions, trust, relationships, new ideas, new projects, and your own acceptance of what you discover in yourself and others will pay off. So take some time for yourself this month. Follow your intuition around what you need. Discover some new desires. Face some new truths. Make some mature personal choices. Set some good boundaries. Take a risk on relationship or project and expand your dreams and reset your intentions. So, Love Tribe, let's talk about, and welcome for those of you who just joined us. Thank you for joining. Let's talk about how this month shows up for you personally. So, for those of you who just joined us, we're talking about um, thepowerpath.com. We're reading from uh, this month's uh, discovery, which is a theme of the month. And for those of you who've been with us before, you know that we are always read this at the first of the month. It's always a good gauge for us is how we're moving and how we're showing up. So we're doing that. So now we're going to talk about uh, how this month shows up for you personally. And, again, this is from thepowerpath.com. This is a month to find your passion. Perhaps it has been dormant due to karma, responsibilities, or even living in the shadow of someone else's life. Sometimes it is easier to discover your passion by saying no to and eliminating what is not fulfilling you. If you begin to set good boundaries against what you no longer wish to engage in, the clarity will come and new sight will, insight will emerge. Create the space in your life this month for a new alignment of desires and intentions to surface. If you are overworked, overwhelmed, and have no time for yourself, there's no space for anything new to solidify. Again, let me say that one more time, Love Tribe. This is very important. If you are overworked, overwhelmed, and have no time for yourself, 
there is no space for anything new to solidify. So that is for those of you who really are looking to create and activate something new in your life, you have to make time for it, okay? That's what you have to do. Like I find myself now reorganizing myself, reorganizing my time. There are some things that I want to do, some things that I, some new um, opportunities and things that I want to learn. So I'm having to reorganize my life and my time so I can make room for the new things that really fulfill me and that I love. And so if you want to make time or if you want things to solidify in your life, the new desires or authentic desires and visions that you're having, then you're going to have to make time for that. Because the number one thing I hear all the time from people is I don't have enough time, right? And that's just not the truth. You have time for whatever it is that you want and for whatever it is that you desire. It's just about creating that time. So look at, you know, how you can create some time so that you can begin to solidify your new and authentic desires. Okay, so let's keep reading. This is a time to anchor good practices, to live from your heart instead of from your head. Your rational mind may be telling you one thing, but your intuition and the intelligence of your heart may be leading you in a different direction. This is especially true around job security, living situations, and relationships that need to change. It is a good month for building trust in your allies, and taking a risk around something you have a good feeling about. Work with your sense of curiosity as a way to keep the energy moving forward instead of withdrawing or holding back. A good barometer this month is to become aware of how you feel. If you don't feel good about something, ask yourself why. If it doesn't feel good, it is probably because your experience is tainted with someone else's expectations or the fact that you said yes to something you really do not want to do. Discover that you can delegate, make changes to suit your needs, or even say no. So this has been huge um, for me over the last month is really getting clear about what I'm saying yes to and what I'm saying no to. Coming from my background being uh, in service for over 30 years to the community and doing the work I do, I've always been in a position where I'm saying yes to supporting people, yes, to helping people, yes, to whatever people are calling for, whatever people's needs are. And so in this last, really it's been the last six months to a year, I've been learning how to be very selective about who I'm saying yes to. And sometimes when you're in service, if you haven't learned about boundaries and if you're not real, real real clear on um, what your specific service is, you can um, um, cloud those boundaries a little bit. But it's very important that in this time that we're in right now that you get really clear and you set good boundaries. Also having a good um, balance between your, um, your head and your heart, right? Because a lot of us operate straight from the head, period. And then we just forget all about the heart. We don't do nothing with the heart situation, right? And so and then some of us operate straight at the heart. You know, have you ever heard the uh, say, we wear our emotions on our sleeves? So, you know, some of us just always walking around, everything offends us. We're so, you know, super sensitive about everything. 
And it's okay to be sensitive, but you got to have balance with that and be able to manage that. And so what I found this month is that balancing between my head and heart is very important because I am logical and analytical, but I prefer to be in my heart. I prefer to feel. I prefer to to connect um, on a feeling level and work with my heart energy. So what I'm learning to do, because I had to learn how to work within my heart energy, what I'm learning to do now is balance, because I, I was overboard in the logic and analytics. Now I'm overboard in the heart, so I'm bringing myself into a balance and working with it. So I'm learning this new skill, and when I tell you it's, 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 it's doing some things, <laughs> I'm trying to figure this whole thing out, and I have to work with my head and my intellect and my logic and it's, it's, wow, I, you know, I want to say a curse word, but I won't, but it's, it's kicking my butt, let me put it that way. But I am committed to it. I have to work with it because this is what I want to do. This is something new that I want to bring into my life. It's going to create all kinds of opportunities and doors open for me and others. And so it's something that I really want to do. So I'm, I really have to make that balance. So what I'm asking you all to do and encouraging you to do is have a balance between your head and your heart. So very important for this day and time that we're in. So the last thing I want to read from the Power Path before we move forward is she talks about relationships. And, you know, we're all dealing with relationships in every area of our life, whether it's family, whether it's intimate relationships, whether it's, you know, your girlfriends or your, your guy friends or whatever you're dealing with, we're always dealing with relationships. And so one of the things that is really important is that we um, understand the boundaries. Um, that we need to set within relationships but still be open-hearted and loving. A lot of times people are setting boundaries and they feel harsh and hard because the love is not there, like your heart is not open. And so you want to make sure that you're open and that you're loving and, you know, you're open to give and receive. Generosity and reciprocity is needed for you to be able to give and receive love, open your heart, and set the boundaries but they don't feel so harsh when um, people are open to receive your love and you're open to give and receive. So um, in relationships, Lena says, you will discover both the jewels and the rotten apples in this category. Clean up the karma, forgive the past, discover your freedom, sift out what is not yours to fix, and take responsibility for what you have created and with whom. Again, take responsibility for what you have created and with whom. For some people uh, um, you, of you, for some of you, this may be the month of hard choices. And for some, it may be the delightful and satisfying experience of wonder as you discover the beauty in yourself and in others. Watch for the projections and expectations of others that no longer fit the truth you discover about yourself. If you discover something out of integrity or lack of alignment in a relationship, instead of being disappointed, accept and forgive with compassion and move on. This is really important because we have to understand that it is so important that when something is out of alignment in a relationship, or you decide that this is not for you or this person is not for you, you don't want to hold that. You don't want to hold on to that or try to make it something that is not. This is not the time for that. It's going to throw you off. It's going to make you feel out of balance. 
going to cloud your vision. This is not the time to cloud your vision. Okay? All you need, all your vision. You need third eye. You need your physical vision. You need your spiritual vision. You need all your vision. <laughs> okay? So you don't want to cloud your vision because you've been feeling disappointed, you know, or you feel like something just that you thought was one way was another way. And, again, know that there's no one to blame. There's no victims here and there's no villains here. If you create victims, that means you're a villain. If you feel like a victim, that means you're creating villains. We don't create – we're not victims and we're not villains. We take full responsibility and ownership for everything that happens in our lives. So if you're using the word disappointment, what you want to do is ask yourself, how did I create this? Get fully present to what your pathology is and why that you created the situation you created. What were you trying to teach yourself? Get curious. Okay? We don't blame and we don't shame. So there's no victims, no villains. You're saying somebody did something to you, you're creating a villain for them, and then you're saying you're a victim. And you're not. You made the choice. Whatever the relationship is doing, you made the choice to stay. You made the choice to not set boundaries. You made the choice to allow whatever's happening to happen. All in the name of love. So when you get in it, you're in the name of love. And when you release it, be in the name of love. Okay? That's all we're asking. Last paragraph. This is also a good month to take a risk based on the emotional intelligence of your heart as long as you can express your own needs and desires. I really love this sentence because what she's saying is you can take a risk, you know, based on your emotional intelligence, you know, what is your heart saying, and you want your heart, your emotions to be intelligent. You don't want your emotions to be in pain and steeped in the past and steeped in, you know, you don't want to be attracting people based on your pain. You want to attract people based on your power, your partnership, and your ability to partner. And so what she's saying is that, you know, as long as you can express, express, communicate, talk about your needs and desires, you can take risks with emotional intelligence in relationships. So that means you can't get in relationships and don't talk and don't communicate and expect that it's going to, you know, work out well. It's just going to work itself out. No, it's not going to work itself out. Okay? It's important to communicate. It's a lot going on. We have a lot of planetary influences right now, which we're not going to get into right now, but we have a lot of influences going on. So you, you can't put the sweet stuff under the rug anymore. That time is done. Okay, this is what I call God time. Remember, those of you who know me, you know it's all about God time. This is what it is. No hiding, you know, no gliding, <laughs> no lukewarm, no gray area, right? You are, you're not, all right? So for most people, relationships provide growth and evolution, and they will inevitably trigger what needs to be triggered, Use the triggers to discover what needs to be either cultivated or weeded out. It is also also a good month to practice standing up for yourself, your beliefs, and your needs. 
Okay? So triggers, and we've talked about this before. I think we talked about this on our show, Do You Boo? But triggers are all about um, your pain. Triggers are unhealed wounds, unhealed emotional wounds. So if somebody triggers you or you feel triggered, you know, rather than look at them and blame them, go within and be like, okay, what wound is that? What unhealed wound is that? What do I need to heal so I can have some peace? And that's going to be how you're going to look at triggers moving forward. So if you want to read this um, powerpath.com on discovery, I mean this path, power path uh, discovery, you go to powerpath.com. And she does these every month. And when I tell you they're right on point, they are right on point. So I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you can, it's something you can take and use in your life to integrate with, um, because remember, you have to practice. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So if you practice, then you're going to make things permanent in your life. So it's very important that you practice um, what you're hearing and what resonates with you and in your heart. And whatever doesn't resonate with you, no worries. Your spirit will release it if you don't need it. So just listen, be open, open yourself up to receive so that you get what you need and what you don't need won't stick and stay anyway. All right? So, for those of you who just joined us, thank you so much. This is Get Your Entire Life. I'm Milani Shani, uh, a.k.a. Your Love Goddess. And today we're talking about the Acts of Faith, Faith Remix Tour with Iyana Benzon. And I'm giving you a recap of my experience um, today of the Acts of Faith Tour. So, I'm going to bring um, Kari, my personal assistant goddaughter, um, on and she's amazing. She went with me to this Acts of Faith tour, and she um, she brought a lot of um, uh, gems back from that. But before I talk about that, I wanted to share something with you all because I thought it was really um, pretty powerful experience that I had. So um, I think it was. Uh, so I'm I'm moving around, and whenever I I want to learn something new, I have a lot of energy. So whenever I want to learn something new. I'm going like 200, 2,000%, right? So in, in my life, this is not the time to be impatient. It's not the time to go hard and move. You know, it's really the time to be strategic, you know, like strategically choose what it is where I'm going to put my time. It's very important. But, you know, I had to learn that lesson the hard way, which some of us do. So I'm going hard and I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. So I'm out on, I think it was Thursday night. Um, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. And so I'm going to a meeting, and I don't know really what, what's going on in this meeting, but I have I have a vision, I have a plan, it's something I want to do. So I'm going to check out this meeting. So when I went to the meeting, it was a great meeting. It's very inspirational. But there was just a lot of things that just weren't in alignment, right? And so a lot of times, you know, in my past, my pathology and patterns are to go into situations and places and be the fixer. So I go in, it's like, oh, this is, okay, this is this. And people are like, oh, can you help us? This, that, and the third. So I'm like, yes, of course, I can help. So I go in and, and forget all about my own vision of what I'm supposed to be doing. And next thing I know, I'm enthralled in, you know, what the company is doing or the people or whatever. And then, you know, later on, they're good, but I'm over here, my vision's still not done. So my commitment is not to do that again. So when I went to this meeting, I was like, oh, this is wonderful. There's a little few glitches here. There's little things here. It needs to be worked on here there. 
And and when I'm at the meeting, I'm saying, okay, I can pretty much, you know, I can I can work with this. I can work with this. So I sign up for the stuff, and then I come home, and I realize the next day that my arm, my left arm, feminine energy, is swollen, right? And so it's swollen, and it hurts. And when I say it hurts, I'm talking about excruciating pain, right? So all of you know the candid goddesses. So the candid goddesses are here, and we're getting ready to go on the show. So I'm in tears because I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why am I in so much pain? What is this? And so, of course, one of my girlfriends, she was like, oh, my God, Milani, it's your left arm. You may be having a heart attack. I was like, I rebuke that. I'm not having a heart attack. That's not going to happen. Um, so, you know, so we, we, you know, they're checking out my arm. You know, the goddesses are amazing women. And they're checking out my arm they're looking at my arm and so we find these two little dots on my arm right and so she was like oh they were like oh that's a spider bite and I was like wow so I I I I remembered um that not that night but I remembered after the fact that I had actually gone to the doctor at, uh, at some point when I was living in these um in this house and I was just getting a regular checkup, and he said I had a lot of spider venom in my in my blood. And I was like, what? So I was, like, being bit by spiders in the space that I was in. So, of course, I immediately moved. But um, so they were like, that's a spider bite. And I was like, well, I've never, like, swollen up like this, right? So I figured that there was probably poison or I was allergic to the spider. And so my arm was huge. I was in excruciating pain. And so I was able to, I, I had made a remedy for my uh, tonic for my face and it had like tea tree oils and some other stuff in it. So I just sprayed it on my arm and I felt a lot better. So I got some relief. And so after that night, which was Friday night, I, um, you know, I went to bed and I didn't sleep. Like, I didn't sleep a week. Like, I was laying there with so much pain. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't find. I kept saying, you know, where's the sweet spot where my arm won't hurt? It was. In, I was in so much pain. My arm was so swollen. So this was Friday night. Saturday, I was still in pain, still swollen. I was at looking on, you know, looking for natural remedies and things that I could do. Because um, I didn't want to just go to the doctor and then they give me some kind of medicine I'm not going to take and then just send me home and charge me a whole lot of money. So I said, if I don't find something, then I'll go. So I was looking and looking and I looked at things that resonated with me that I could use that I already had. And so I used some natural remedies, put on my arm. And so I was still in pain. I couldn't move. Like I couldn't turn over. I couldn't, you know, it's like hard to watch. Like I couldn't wash my hands. I, it, it, it's amazing. Like you don't have the use of one arm, how much it impacts you. It's almost like your whole body is like paralyzed. And that's how I felt. I could move my body, but it was like there were certain things I just could not do. And so it was so powerful for me because it, 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 it catapulted me into a whole different place as far as my health and my body was concerned. And so Saturday, I was like, okay, Sunday, I'm supposed to go to a Yonabansan. This is the next day. So I was like, I am not going to miss this. And so I just started, I took some natural remedies, I took some detox stuff, and I just started rubbing my arm, and I started doing prayers and chants and calling on the ancestors and angels to heal me completely so that I could sleep 
and so then I could go to the show. So I just put the remedies on my arm. I just rubbed my arm, prayed over for a long time, sat at my altar, and just, you know, rubbed my arm. And then I topped it off with just some lavender, just rubbed some lavender on it, washed it really good, rubbed some lavender on it. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. And my, my you know, beautiful Kari, she was, like, so worried, and, you know, she was you know, using some oil and stuff and just really trying to help me do the best that she could. And so when I was, went to sleep, I was still in pain, but I did get to sleep. When I woke up Sunday morning, I promise you, and you can, and, and she is a witness, my assistant, I had no pain, literally. My hands had gone all the way down. There was no swelling. I could move my arm. I had a little itching. I, I thought because maybe the swelling was going down or something, but there was no pain. I was like, oh, so I was so full of gratitude and just celebrating with my ancestors and just thanking them for healing me so that I could, you know, breathe and move and, you know, go to this event because I felt like I needed the inspiration that I was going to get. There was something there that was going to inspire me. But not only that, it taught me a lesson as to how I was moving. Because for me to be in a space where my feminine energy is paralyzed, I'm not moving in my wisdom, right? I'm moving in my masculine energy, which is more of a knowing and doing energy. So on Sunday, I had to come to terms with the fact that I needed to stop and breathe and balance out my energy so that I could move in the wisdom of my energy because I have the knowledge, but without wisdom, it's nothing you can do with the knowledge, right? And so I have to stop and know that I need to use my intuition, my discernment. So I immediately got on the phone, called the person that I had been at the meeting with and said, I'm sorry, that that was not the best choice for me, um, and I'm going to need to, you know, say no at this time, but thank you so much for the opportunity. And, you know, I got right in that moment that this is not for you. This is another fixed situation that you're going to go into and have to fix and, 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 and get distracted, right? And so it felt so good, and I had such a great conversation with her. And still now, the next day, we went to Yama, had an amazing time, no pain. Still today, itching a little bit, but no pain and no swelling. So I'm telling you all this because everything that you deal with physically has an emotional foundation or an emotional reason. And so for me, my paralyzation on my left side, which had never happened to me, was like, okay, listen, you're not in your wisdom. You're not using your feminine energy. Right, and then we read some other things that it was related to in Louise's Hayes book, where she talked about you know um, guilt and 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 letting go and different things like that. So we worked on that and did affirmations on that, and just called on the answers to heal. So whatever is ailing you physically, you can heal it. Your body is built to heal itself. Period. 
All you have to do is get present to how you're moving, how you're operating. Be aware of yourself and take full ownership and responsibility for that awareness. And then call on the guidance of your support systems, physical and, you know, in the spirit realm so that you can heal yourself, right? And if you keep, if I had kept having symptoms, of course, I would have went to the doctor and that type of thing. But, you know, if you don't, you know, get present because people are taking all these drugs and, you know, doing all these things and going back to the doctor, stuff that you can heal yourself, your body is built to heal. Sometimes it just needs a little extra help. And what I did was give, gave my body some detoxification. I gave it some herbs. I gave it some, you know, natural remedies and some essential oils. And it had what, what it needed to release the poison or whatever it was from my body and heal. And I'll continue to detox this week just to make sure. So this is really important that we take ownership of it all. Own it all. This show is about getting your entire life. That is, you can have it all if you're willing to own it all. You don't have to have a good relationship and no money or a whole bunch of money and no relationships. No, you can have it all if you're willing to own it all. So I wanted to just share that story with you all just so you could open up and, you know, in your mind and expand your consciousness a little bit about how powerful you are, how potent your power is. And you can use it to manifest and activate whatever you want in the world. But everything begins and ends on the inside. Everything has to be created on the inside before it can ever happen outside. So if there's something you want to create on the outside, create it inside first. What I wanted was my healing. So I had to go within and say, okay, what, what, how am I moving? That's the first thing I want to know. Like my arm is starting to hurt. I'm like, okay, how am I moving right now? What am I doing? My feminine arms, my limbs, my flexibility, you know, is, is not moving. How am I moving right now? What am I? What do I need to know? What do I need to get present to? What needs to heal inside so that I can get the outside healed? Okay. So, um, hope you all received from that, and I uh, just want to share that to inspire someone out there who is dealing with healing, um, who needs to heal physically, emotionally, or mentally. We just want to share that with you. Um, so take that with you and integrate with it and practice whatever you need to practice. Um, and whatever inspired you, um, and use it for yourself. And just, you know, make sure that if you have some theories going on that you go and check in with your doctor, even if just to get a diagnosis. Um, I'm very intuitive, and so for me, um, there's, you know, it's just a deep level of intuition that I've created um, over, um, you know, a period of time. So if you don't have, if you're not locked into that, you know, like that, then you want to make sure that you go and, um, you know, to an intuitive or go to, like, a medical intuitive or naturopathic doctor, you know, to see what's going on with you so that you can you can give your body what it needs to heal itself. Okay? Awesome thoughts. 
All right, so we're going to move into our topic for today, and I'm trying to see if I want to play the song. No, I'm going to play a song that Leandria Johnson. Uh, Leandria Johnson, for those of you who don't know, is an inspirational singer, and she was at the um, Yana remix tour yesterday, and she just, I mean, oh, my God. I, I probably was in the ugly crowd the whole time. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice. And so I wanted to play for you the songs that she sang. It was just an, a, a really amazing experience, and I wanted to uh, recreate as much of it as I could for you just so you can have the feeling of it. Because sometimes when you have, uh, sometimes I think in this day and time, we block out our hearts, like we block out feeling anything. And I know that's one of the things I used to love when I was in the church back in the day when I subscribed to Christianity. I used to love the music. I loved the feeling. I loved what that felt like. But I didn't have, like, the connection to my own power with that feeling. And so now I do. And so I listen to all kinds of music um, and sometimes sit in my rocket chairs and channel the energy of my ancestors listening to that music and singing that music because it gives me such a powerful feeling. So we want to make sure that we're not blocking out feeling as we begin our journey into metaphysical sciences or universal science or when we're dealing with our ancestors. To me, for me, you know, there's a, there's a balance that's needed with between head and heart. So we're going to um, play that for you a little bit later on. Um, but I think I'm going to bring Kari on so Kari can talk to you um, about her experience at the uh, Remix Tour and what she really learned from it. She's 22 years old, powerhouse. Um, we've been um, been mentoring with her for about four years, and she has been growing and evolving in such an incredible way. So I want to bring her um, to the forefront so that she can talk a little bit about um, her experience with uh, Iyana yesterday. Hey, Kari Love, are you here with us? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear. Just speak up just a little bit, love. Okay, is this better? Yeah. So what do you want to share with us about the remix tour? So um, what what I wanted to share is what, so what stuck out for me the most, and thank you for having me on, by the way. Um, of course. I really appreciate you, you know. Um, so what stuck out for me the most on the remix tour was when, so Yana was talking about um, the four faith killers, and two out of those four faith killers were things that I really feel um, challenged by on a regular basis. So the first one was worrying, and the second one was inauthenticity. Um, and so when she was talking about worrying, like you were saying earlier, when I was really worried about, you know, your arm and the pain that it was causing and, you know, how that would affect, like, your ability to move and do different things. Um, she was talking about worry, and she's like, okay, clutch your pearls for this one. So she was like, worry is really um, a sophisticated vocabulary word for a control freak. And I was like, well, you know, you know, I, we've been talking, you know, I've been talking to you, Milani, about, you know, being a control freak, that kind of thing. But when she said it that way, when when she translated worry into control, then made me take like more inventory of my mind and what I do. And so um, since the since the event, you know, over the past four days, I've just really been noticing that about every between five to thirty minutes, I'm worried about something. And um, it seems <laughs> like a lot of it has to do with. Um, me worrying about how I'm being perceived and wanting to 
control how people are perceiving me. Um, and there's like this this fear that if I let go of this control, if I if I let go of, you know, stop trying to convince myself that I'm creating the outcome I want or convince other people that what's hap- what I want to happen is happening, I'm afraid that if I stop doing that, then all these things that I don't want to happen are just going to happen. I'm not going to be able to, like, stop it, and it's not going to feel good. So that that was really, really um, big for me because, you know, um, talking – when Yala was talking about that, it was one thing. But when we got home and we were processing and um, you were kind of breaking down what worry and control really are and what they can look like, that, you know – what control can look like can really it expanded in my mind. It became more like practical and tangible. Um, mm-hmm. And the other, the other face killer that Yanla talked about was inauthenticity and um, like putting on a mask. And, and she used the example of um, not like when you're feeling some kind of way, not really saying what you're really feeling, just being like, Oh, you know, Oh, girl, I'm fine. You know, whatever. And um, I do that all the time, but and but I always think about authenticity as like something really, really big picture, like like impossible, like impossible to really practice because I make it so huge. I'm like, okay, well, in this moment, am I being am I being authentic, and what does that look like, and blah blah blah. Like I go through this whole mental process that diverts and distracts me from actually like putting it into practice. Um, and so the the practice the Yama gave was really the same one that you gave me, Milani, about um, just like listening to myself in conversation um, and really thinking about, you know, how am I truly feeling in this moment and am I responding and interacting with this person based on how I'm truly feeling or am I, you know, responding and reacting based on how I think I should feel or how they want me to feel, which is, you know, ends up being inauthentic. And um, Iyama then was talking about, you know, if you're a liar, then you're not going to have faith in yourself because you know you're going to lie. So that was also um, really powerful. And, you know, the whole event in general was was incredible. Like you're saying, like, Leandria, her singing was so powerful I was like boohoo crying because I could just feel <laughs> that she meant every word, and I could just like, I could, I felt like I could see her story and her what she had experienced and gone through out on the stage, and Ayala was like so, so much of herself. It wasn't like she was coming out being like, oh, I'm a spiritual guru, you know, I'm gonna share this with you, you know. She was talking about oh, the dollar store. She likes to get. Um, matching sets in the dollar store and when they don't have enough sets at one store she'll go to the other store and I was like oh we've done that too so it was just <laughs> interesting to see like Iyanla as um, a regular person who has these pearls of wisdom that she's sharing or providing with people rather than being like I'm a spiritual guru you know I'm here to try to inspire or change you she just kind of like gave gave us her thing, she had fun on stage, gave us her word, and then was like, okay, I'm going, y'all have a, you know, good time, use what (laughs) I talked about, or don't use it, I don't care, (laughs) but, right, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
Anything else, love? You want to share, or that's it? Um, let's see. I was writing some things down as I, well, before I came on. So, nope. Uh, no, I think that's it. I think that's it. The, okay. So those are the two big things that stuck out for me. And then um, how authentic Iyanla was, and then Leandria's singing, which was so beautiful. And um, yes, yes, I am complete. Okay, thank you, love, so much for sharing your insight. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about a couple of things that you said, because those uh, four faith killers were uh, pretty amazing, or the three faith killers um, and the one that you uh, didn't talk about was uh, comparison and competition and also mm-hmm. impatience. Yeah, those yes. were the two other faith killers that uh, that she gave us as well. But I wanted to talk about something that you said, um, which is, you know, her uh, being authentic and really being herself. I think that um, when you are like that, when you're being authentic and being yourself, which we work very hard to do, is, you know, people can relate to you. You know, I think when people are trying to be or um, uh, create a perception of a guru, so to speak, um, I think, or trying to influence people, I think that it's um, it's a little bit uh, unrelatable or not touchable or not attainable. I think that people don't feel like they can attain that. And I think what Ayala gave us yesterday was a beautiful display of you can do whatever you need to do. You can empower yourself. I'm just going to drop these gems on you, and you can take them and do whatever you want to do with them. And I think people can relate to that and move with that in a way that it, it, it feels like, okay, this is really doable. This I can really, you know, attain my vision and do what it is that I want to do. So is that how you felt when you were listening to her? Yes, absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, no pressure, right? No pressure. It was it was just a really relaxed environment, and um, it's you can really like feel the love. And you know how she had like those exercises that, or just where you would go and you would talk to your neighbor, whoever was sitting next to you. So it's like mm-hmm. always connecting with the other people in the audience. So it didn't feel like you know like uh, something like pressure or motivational or like you need to do this now. You need to change your life now. It's just like here's love and here's some options that you can choose if you want to for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful recap. Thank you so much, love, for for, um, giving us your, uh, your recap. Um, So we're going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, got us blessings, love. I'm going to talk a little bit about Leandria Johnson, and then I'm going to play her first song that she sang. So for those of you who watch Yana Fix My Life, you may have seen her on that show. And she was the uh, inspirational singer that was on. She had done a YouTube video. I think she was uh, inebriated or drunk. And she had done this show where, I mean, this YouTube video where she was cursing out all the churches. Like she was just, and when I say cursing, I mean cursing. Like she was talking about they won this and they was, you know, uh, liars and all kinds of stuff. And so I think her camp was horrified um, at the series of videos that she did, but when she went, went and so they called the Yala. So when she went on the Yala, um, you know, it was discovered that she had an alcohol issue problem, and I think she had got arrested, so she had a, a ankle thing on, you know, and all of that. So 
she was a little bit resistant when she was working with Yala, um, but obviously they worked it out because she was on stage with Yala on yesterday, and it was so powerful because she talked about, you know, getting, she, she said she had to let uh, Fix My Life in her life in order for her to change. So she had been, uh, um, she had been uh, free for, uh, alcohol-free for eight months, and she only had 24 more days to have her anklet uh, bracelet on. Um, so I, she was very happy about that and just talking about her experience of moving through and, and being able to change her life. So at this point, I want to play uh, her song. And I want you to think about, as you're listening to this song, like what what are do your better days look like? Like what is it? that you can first of all let go of and release and recover from, so to speak, so that you can have the life that you want, the life that you envision for yourself, the life that is yours authentically. What is it now that you can let go of for your better days?
Love Tribe. That is Better Days by Leandria Johnson. You're listening to Get Your Entire Life, and I am Milani Shani, a.k.a. Your Love Goddess. And this is, uh, we. our topic tonight is the Acts of Faith Remix Tour. We're talking about our recap from Iyala Banzat's show on yesterday. If you have clicked in and you want to call in, the phone lines are open. Uh, the number is 657-383-0698. So if you'd like to express your opinion or share anything that um, has happened on the show with us or just say hello, please do feel free to call us and press 1 so we know that you want to uh, uh, make a comment. All right. So um, I'm going to talk about some of the things that I, I learned um, from this this uh, beautiful experience we had on yesterday. But I want to read something from Iyana Banzan's Acts of Faith because this was her whole tour was a book that she wrote many, many years ago. I don't even remember when she wrote it, but I have the book, um, and I've had it for many, many, many years, and it sits uh, in my bathroom every day, and I, I really work to uh, read it and be inspired by it on a daily basis. But this is one of the things I really love. Uh, one of the passages is in February 15th, um, Acts of Faith. And um, this quote was by Reverend James Cleveland, and the quote is, a, a delay is not a denial. And I say this all the time, and I don't remember if I got it from this book or somewhere else, but I've been saying this for years and practicing this for years, just because something is delayed doesn't mean it is a denial. So in February 15th, she says, patience is a virtue many do not possess. We have very little difficulty identifying what we want and need. The difficulty comes in waiting for it to manifest. We become nervous, doubtful, even fearful when we don't see our good coming as quickly as we think it should. Sometimes we even allow ourselves to believe someone or something can hold us back or stop our good from coming. We worry, we complain, and sometimes we give up hope. We cannot see how we get in our own way. We forget about universal timing and divine order. We may not realize how our negative thoughts, doubts, and fears uproot the positive seeds we plant. We just don't understand that we would not have the desire unless the supplies were ready to come forward. We must learn the virtue of patience because every time we open the oven door, we run the risk of making a good cake fall. I have all the time in the universe. I really love this. And she read this passage yesterday in regards to what she was talking about um, when she talked about the, uh, the four, three or four faith killers. And she also talked about um, how we have to be very patient um, when we're waiting uh, or when we're uh, wanting to manifest something. She said that when we're almost there, like we're right there at our dream or vision, is, is sometimes the most dangerous and, and the hardest time because we're almost there, but we've been working at it and, uh, you know, doing everything we can to make it happen, and we get right there to that point. And then just before we succeed, sometimes we give up. Because right there, just before it happens, you know, it's tough. And so she was telling us that to stay the course. One of the other things she said that I really loved was, it is not my job, it is my pleasure to serve the creator. 
you know, and I thought that was very powerful because in in your service to the creator, you're in service to people. And so it is an absolute pleasure to do that. So if you're in spiritual work or healing work or teaching, educating, it is your pleasure, not your job to serve, right? And so one of the other things um, that she talked about, which I really loved, was um, she said to grow in faith, Acknowledge your own faith and suffering. This was pretty powerful for a lot of people in the audience when she was talking because she talked about how sometimes we're suffering, um, we're in pain, we're not feeling well emotionally or physically sometimes, and we don't acknowledge that. So she said we need to acknowledge our pain and suffering if we're going to grow in faith. So she says attend and befriend as opposed to deny and avoid. And so my um, take on that is when you attend, which is really to acknowledge what is going on with you, and then she said when she said attend and befriend, she put her hands together and bowed down to whatever was happening in acknowledgement to herself. And it, what it looked like to me was a display of self-love. It's like when you can acknowledge what's wonderful that's going on with you, you know, that's great. But when you can acknowledge and attend to what is really ailing you or what doesn't feel good in you, then that is absolute self-love. And that's what we talk about on the show, to love yourself by being yourself. And part of yourself, you know, everything, I was on a class today, and the class that I was on, um, our, um, our mentor said that everything rises and falls, right? And so when you're in a space where, you know, you're having some emotional turmoil or pain or physical or whatever you're dealing with and you've been on a rise, this is your fall. But remember, it's going to rise again. You're going to rise again. So in my philosophy and my life is that when you fall, it's time to go to work, to do some inner work, to shift, to change, to transmute whatever is happening. But if we deny and avoid, then we just really, you know, um, delay the inevitable. And sometimes when it finally comes out, it really is not pretty and you can't manage it. So if you're pushing down, pushing down, pushing down your feelings, it's like you tick, 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 boom. You're becoming a ticking time bomb. So the thing is, is to really um, attend, acknowledge. And she said to bow to all of those things that you really want to deny and avoid, to acknowledge them so that you can heal them. So I thought that was pretty powerful. Um, Also, she said, we lose faith because we're not authentic. Um, She said, put vampires, which I thought was great, put vampires or problems or things that you're worried about, put them in your windowsill in the sunlight, and they will shrivel up and die. So if there are challenges or problems you have, consider that to be a vampire and put it in the light. Not in the shadow. Don't hide it. Again, attend and befriend. 
and acknowledge so that you can heal. Um, and then I think Kari um, talked about it earlier when she said, when you don't, when you don't acknowledge your pain, you know you are a liar, and you won't put your faith in you. That was another gem. I was like, whoa. You know, you you're not going to trust you if you know you walk around lying to everybody else. You won't trust yourself. You won't trust yourself to make good decisions. So you're going to be looking for other people to talk talk to or to go to to do things for you or make decisions for you because you don't trust yourself because you're lying to other people. You know you. You see you. You carry yourself around all day long. The only person you really can't hide from is you. Okay? And then another thing she said, which I thought was great too, do your work, not because you want to become some kind of status or millionaire or whatever, but because you want to move beyond the pathology of your family. Because you want to change some patterns and break some cycles. Do your inner work because you want to transmute the old cycles and patterns and pathology of your family. Jim, I'm telling you. And then she said, one negative thought will uproot 21 positive seeds. Think about that. One negative thought is going to uproot 21 positive seeds. So, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I take a couple steps forward and I take eight steps backwards. Okay, so that means that your negative thoughts or your shadow thoughts are more prevalent than your thoughts in the light, right? Or you're not acknowledging, attending, and befriending those shadow thoughts, and so they're just building up, building up inside you, waiting to blow up at the most inopportune time. So if you find yourself always in the shadows, you have to look at, like, Am I overruling the light with the shadows? And the way you can tell that, you know how we how we do it, love tribe, is proof of life. Like, where's your proof of life? If you're saying your your light is is, is shining brighter than your shadows, okay, where's the proof of life? Let's see it. If you're saying you're breaking family cycles, okay, let's see that. What was your cycle? Was your family have broken relationships? Are you, you know, working on having better relationships? Was your family uh, poor and broke? So are you working on building generational wealth for your family? That's proof of life. So we don't fool ourselves. And proof of life is for nobody but you. That's you. Show yourself proof of life. Because whatever is going on inside you, I always ask you all to look at the environment outside of you, and it will tell you exactly what's going on inside. Because remember, everything is created inside before it ever happens outside. So if there is utter chaos outside of you and your family, at your job, that type of thing, you got to look at you. What's going on with you? Why are you creating this, or why did you attract vibrationally this environment for you to be in. First and foremost, what are you what are you working to heal? First and foremost, inside yourself. And second, 
You know, why do you set yourself up to torture? Is your saboteur at work? What's happening? This is really important. Okay? So everything, take responsibility. And don't look outside of yourself. Oh, this is happening outside of me. That's happening. It's, it's, it's them. It's them. If they would change, everything would change. Uh, well, if they change, their life is going to change, not yours. Okay? Your life may change temporarily. But it's not going to be a permanent change because only practice makes permanent. And if they're practicing and you're not, you can ride away for one hot second and it's going to be a wrap. So you want to be practicing along with the person that is inspiring you or, you know, that you're touched by or that you're in alignment with that you really love and, you know, you're supported by. You want to be doing your work alongside that person or with that person. Okay, while you're being mentored or guided, do your own work. I thought this was really interesting. I had never thought about this before. She talked about um, she has some scents and aromatherapy products that she's uh, uh, um, that she's uh, distributing, and so she talked about scent as an aromatherapy is the only scent that does not scent that does not get processed by the brain. So she said she created these aromatherapy scents so that people could cleanse themselves and their auras without their minds interfering. <laughs> Pretty powerful. Like I create scents. I have a whole line of what I call Heal You, um, Home and Body Sprays, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I'm talking about. I'm always telling people to clean their aura, but I didn't think about this. She said you wash your laundry, you wash your clothes, you wash your cars, you wash your dishes, but you don't wash your energy. How about that? Right? So we're constantly around here burning sage and spraying ourselves and washing our energy. Do you wash your energy? Very, very important. Okay? And then she talked about her drug of choice. And when she was talking about this, she was like beating her arm like a drug addict was getting her a stick of needle now. She said her drug of choice is I'm not good enough. That's her drug of choice, right? And so my question to you tonight is, what is your drug of choice? Because the drug doesn't have to be a physical thing. It could be an emotional thing or a mental thing. It's still a drug. It's still an addiction. And then the thing is, is, you know, we don't really, we live outside the field of right and wrong, so we talk about what's working and what's not working. So my thing is, is your drug of choice working for you? It's not about right and wrong. It's about is it working? Is your addiction working for you? Is it helping you to attract and manifest vibrationally what you desire? Very powerful stuff. And then she said, you will never find a partner with your eyes. You will know with your gut and your heart and faith will get you to completion because almost there is a hard place to be. So you will never find, so when you're only looking with your eyes, you're not going to find a partner that is necessarily in alignment with you. Right? 
It is you will know. It's a gut feeling. It's intuitive. It's alignment. It's 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 heart activation. This is why we have so many broken relationships right now. Because we're finding relationships with our eyes or we're finding relationships because of resources or we're finding relationships because of desperation or pain or you know, we're 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 acting out of our our pain, not our power. And so we're not attracting real authentic partnerships. And that's really what we want. We want authentic partnerships. And so we have to be tuned in and tapped in to our intuition and discernment. And remember, <laughs> it's intuition without discernment is only half the truth. You're not getting the whole truth. You may get a prompting that says something's not right with this person, right? But that's all you may get in the moment. So you have to play that thing out. So remember the the, uh, the traffic light system that I gave you all, I think, a few shows back. You got the red light, yellow light, green light. So when you get, to, when you get an intuitive uh, prompting and it says something's not right with this person, you know, you it may be a red light. And if it's a red light, you have that gut feeling that says that's a no, stop, hard stop, no, this person's not in alignment. Not that things are wrong with the person. It's just not in alignment with you, where you're going, what you're doing, your vibration or whatever you want to call it. It's a hard no. Okay? And then you have the yellow light. That is proceed with caution. That's when you start to get the discernment. So when you're proceeding with caution, that means that you can go to lunch with the person, you know, talk to the person because, you you know, you're, you're getting curious. You're not judging. You're not trying to, you know, tell the person they're, they're a certain way or whatever. You're just curious as to, you know, who this person is and what your intuition is telling you, right? So you're proceeding with caution, and then you'll get that discernment that'll say, okay, this person is not in alignment with you because of this or because of that, or there's some triggering that's going to happen here, and you're going to need to heal. So when you need to heal, you need to know that because if you get triggered by somebody and you start to blame them, then and you don't take responsibility and ownership, you may end that relationship, but guess what? The next relationship you go to, you're going to have to deal with that same trigger. It's just going to be in a different way because the healing needs to take place inside you, not the other person. So when you get triggered, you definitely want to heal in that situation. So you're proceeding with caution to know, hey, this person going to trigger you, and you have an opportunity to heal here. And it is your choice. It's your choice. You can be like, because some people, like to tell you the truth, in the past, I was like, I'm not trying to heal with this. <laughs> I this I can't uh, just bring me the next one and let me try to heal with the next one because this one right here, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's too volatile. And you have a choice. You have a choice. It's your life. Full responsibility. Full ownership. Right? And why do we take full ownership while we're on the subject? Why do we take full responsibility for everything? Why is my mantra, everything begins and ends with me here at the Love Tribe? It's because when we take full responsibility for every single thing, we can change it whenever we want to. 
We can shift it, transmute it whenever we feel like it. But when we are blaming other people, we have to wait for them to change it or wait for them to apologize or wait for them to do something different. Mm-mm. We don't blame other people. We take full responsibility for it all, 100%. Okay? So in relationships, we want to make sure, oh, and the green light. On the traffic license, you got the green light. These are people that you meet in this immediate residence. You're like, yes, these are my people. We're going to do some great things together. So that's your green light, okay? So the traffic light system, you got the red light, the yellow light, the green light. And this is going to help you to know in your discernment because if you get in your intuition, it's the green light, your discernment still going to tell you why. You might not know why initially. So in other words, when you get intuitively when you get something, don't be so quick to judge. See which light is flicking on and off for you, and you'll know if you open, if you tuned in, you'll know if it's a hard stop, a yellow, or a green. Okay? Hard stop, red, yellow, proceed with caution, green, you go. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Okay? So I'm going to stop there. I think that's enough. I've given you so much tonight and hopefully not confused you (laughs) or overwhelmed you with information. But I was so inspired by yesterday. And, you know, we just came up our uh, month, um, two months of uh, celebrating the men that move us, which was very powerful. Thank you again to all the men who were on that show. And so we're going to, as we um, move out of the show today. We're going to talk a little bit about how we're going to uh, shift the show a little bit and make some themes for the week, some things that I want to do um, to bring you some really powerful information. So thank you for listening to my recap um, of, of Ayala. It was so great, um, just a powerful um, display of authenticity, uh, power, ministry, and uh, service. Um, just Ayala is, is a very powerful person and um, she knows it, <laughs> and I'm not mad at her. So, um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play another song by um, by Leandria when we leave, when we get ready to leave the show. But I wanted to give you a couple of things that you can look at um, before we go. Okay, yeah. So, um, one of the things that we have for you, if you want to continue your journey or you need some support around the things that we talked about tonight, is you can always um, visit my university. It's AUNUniversity.com, and I'm there with uh, four other self-mastery educators, really powerful women, that we've joined together to create this um, self-guided support for you. Um, you can check out my self-mastery library when you go to activate you now, um, AUNUniversity.com. It will be uh, Milani Shani's self-mastery library. And in that library, there are two audios that you can listen to tonight. And one is called Elevated Living 301, I Am Alchemy and Your Life um, and Your Choice, Making Change Work for You. And these are some um, shows that I did uh, in the past. And I think you'll really enjoy uh, this, this show. It's called Elevated Living 301, I Am Alchemy and Your Life. So you may want to go and listen to that. Also, what we're offering you tonight is, um, and you can find this on my website. Go to my website at milanishani.com. That is M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com. And we have a tab called Get Your Entire Life. That's the radio show tab. You just click on that tab, 
And then on that page, you can find all the offerings that I'm talking to you about tonight. So um, what I wanted to offer you tonight, because a lot of times when we're talking about you can have it all, love yourself by being yourself, and all the stuff we talked about with Ayala and um, the spider bite and everything we talked about tonight, sometimes you can be like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of fear. Um, sometimes people are moving forward and, and do what they want to do. So I did a class it's called the 10 Ways to Overcome the Fears of Leadership. And this is a great um, class. It's a 10-week uh, self-guided course, and it gives you 10 levels of, of, of fears in leadership. And that is leadership with people or leading yourself. So a lot of times people want to be leaders, but they can't really, you know, figure out how to lead themselves. So this is the 10 ways to overcome the fears of leadership. And this is a very powerful class. We're talking about making the distinctions between fears. We have transmutation statements, and, and, um, and we talk about false beliefs and how you can move beyond that. And it also includes um, a bonus which is the Fearless Transformation Track. It's a 70-day clearing protocol journal, very powerful uh, journal. And I wanna, the class is usually 129 and I want to offer it to you tonight for $50 if you can um, log on and sign up for tonight by midnight. It's a powerful class. I wanted to give you a gift tonight. I felt in a generous mood tonight. So I wanted to give everyone a gift. So if you go to MilaniShawnee.com, click on the Get Your Entire Life tab, and then you can use the, um, the promo code um, Act of Faith, okay? So you can go to that tab and use the promo code Act of Faith, and you can actually get $79 off this course. It's only until midnight tonight, and there are only three available. So you want to go now, you want to go tonight and take that class. If you want some support around really moving into your destiny, looking at your vision, being more authentic, moving those blockages out of your way, and you want to go and take this course. So I appreciate you all, Love Tribe, for being with us tonight. I had so much fun with you. Um, we have a few minutes left over. I think we're going to end the show early, but if you have any questions or comments, um, the phone lines are open. Just press 1 so we know you're there. And um, if you want to comment, um, please do just press 1 at this time. Otherwise, we're going to end our show. So we appreciate those of you who call, who clicked in and to be inspired tonight and supported by this guy's energy. Um, get your entire life is here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen to the replays of our show now on Apple Podcasts. So please do uh, log on to Apple. If you have an Apple phone, log on to the podcast and just search Get Your Entire Life, and we're there. So if you want to go there, please subscribe and review our show so we can continue to grow. So what we want to do with our show um, for the next uh, probably couple of months is we're going to do um, things. So I wanted to share that with you all so you would know um, how we're going to be moving. And if you know anybody who fits in, in alignment with these things, please do feel, feel free to email me at getyourentirelife at gmail.com. So um, you, our first Monday of the month, we're going to do Momentum Mondays, and um, that's going to be inspiration and motivation for your month. The second Monday, Men That Move Us, so we're going to talk about men's health and our special guests featuring men doing great things in the community. And then the third Monday, we're going to talk about, we're going to be in the Goddess Garden. So we're going to be featuring women who are making the world more beautiful with their gifts and talents and abilities. And then the fourth Monday, um, it's going to be Love and Relationships Uncensored. So this is what we're going to do. Um, this is going to be our lineup 
we're going to uh, have each Monday, we're going to talk about something different, and we're going to be bringing on guests sometimes, and sometimes we'll be here just talking about different subjects. So, again, first Monday is going to be Momentum Mondays, where we're going to provide inspiration, motivation. The second Monday is going to be Men That Move Us. So if you know some men who are powerful and doing great things in the community, please let us know. We would love to have them on the show. Uh, third Monday, we're going to be in the Goddess Garden, so no women who are doing amazing things and making the world beautiful with their gifts and talents. We want you to be on the show. And then the fourth Monday is going to be Love and Relationships Uncensored, and you know how we roll. Like, we are going to be seriously uncensored. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, again, you can email us um, at Get Your Entire Life. Get your entire life at gmail.com if you know someone who or you would like to be on the show. So um, if you'd like to connect with me again, you can connect with me at MelaniShani.com. That's M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com. Or you can go to the university online. That is A-U-N-University.com if you want some self-guided courses and things that can help you. And there are several self-mastery educators on there that are very powerful that can help you. So with that, Love Tribe, we are complete. It's been my absolute best pleasure being with you all tonight. I look so forward to being with you all next week. I wish you all goddess light and love. And remember to love yourself by being yourself. I'm going to leave you with Leandria's song that she also sang at the um, at the uh, uh, program yesterday. It's called Deliver Me, and it's um, featuring Donald Lawrence. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister, Leandria, here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. Deliver me Cause all I seem to do is hurt me
with a declaration, a decree. So I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here, starting now. The things that hurt you in the past won't control your future. Starting now, this is a new day. This is your exodus. You are officially released. Now sing it for me, Leandria. Leandria. 